Hello again and welcome to the Cricket Yorkshire podcast. I'm your host John Fuller and in this episode I hopped on the train to Sorby Bridge to watch the final of the Halifax Junior Cricket League's under-19 T20 competition. My guests are Kirsten Smith and Phil Sharples from the league who were a great company in explaining why they took the leap to introduce franchise cricket into the recreational game. It's certainly something I've never seen before and it's a really innovative step for them to take at local grassroots level. So we put the world to rights, as you'd expect, and tackled one of cricket's most enduring problems, namely the drop-off in participation when players get into their teens. This is really forward-thinking stuff from the Halifax Junior Cricket League by replicating aspects of professional leagues like the IPL with their coloured shirts, flamethrowers, and they also offer businesses the chance to own a franchise too. Well, enough of me. Enjoy the episode and over to Phil and Kirsten. Uh, right, so I'm here at Sorby Bridge for the Under-19 final uh, with the organisers. Or I, I want to get job titles first. Presumably, you are head of global division, <laughs> yeah, Halifax yeah. Cricket in charge League. Of Phil. All things cricket. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm Phil Sharples, and I'm the chairman of the Halifax Junior Cricket League. Okay, Kirsten. Secretary. Secretary. Secretary sounds quite formal, doesn't it? That probably means like do a million things nowadays. Person to keep him in charge. Oh, right. yeah, in check, not in charge. In check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Obvious first question. Why do you need this tournament? Uh, so cricket, well, not just in our region, but overall, is showing a, a decline in participation. Um, certainly for us, uh, moving forwards up the age groups. Um, we're relatively well supported at sort of the junior levels at nines. The all-stars programs kicked in really well around here. Okay. Elevens um, and thirteens were okay, but as we move up that age bracket, we're starting to see a drop off. So the last sort of stats that we had before Kirsten and I took over were done by Keith Golden, who was the uh, previous secretary yeah. a long time ago, about 2011-12, um, and we had about 20, 25 under 17 teams. Right. And when we took over, we were down to 10 within five years. So we've obviously identified that we have a real problem between the sort of 13, 14 up to 17 age bracket. Um, we're also seeing in, in senior cricket, um, like everybody is, um, issues in participation at the senior level. So this really, we're like linking up with what the ECB and the YCB are trying to do about under-19s cricket, so there's a big drive there. Um, and, and obviously just to try and get some, some interest, Money's, money and cost um, in relation to this sort of format are an issue in terms of the cost of the coloured clothing, pink balls, black side screens, the whole thing. So we didn't think we could launch this at a, at a, a club level to start with. We wanted to do something a bit more regionalised, franchised, to try and get some more new money into it. Um, so that's why we, we decided to do it. It's taken us, so we've been in charge, and this will be our third year, I think, or second yeah, full year, second approaching full year. three years yeah. in charge of the Junior League. And so we wanted to do this straight away, but with everything else that we've been trying to innovate and do, this was sort of one of the things that we just put on the back burner, and we decided this year that, you know, we'll just go for it and see what happens. Spend all the rest. And spend all the money. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Kirsten. Um, I'm curious as to using those teams. Um, do the players, or both of you probably, but uh, do the players buy into that? Because they're very generic, aren't they? Was that deliberate? Um, no, they love it. They love the branding associated with it. So they're all rivals usually. So Sorby St Peter's against Sorby Bridge or SBCI, usually massive rivalry but we put them all in the same group just so they can they can intermingle and 
Yeah. They get that branding of the, the Western Wolves. Yeah. And, 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 the, and, we, and the, the way that we've done it, obviously we did it on a geographical basis to start with, and when we, when we came to look at it in terms of some of the teams, they were slightly unbalanced. Okay. I, I in terms of quality, but B in terms of numbers as well. So we've just had to manipulate that and take a decision and say, well, we'll put that club with that with that group, even though geographically they might not be completely co-located. Yeah. What it has meant for someone like with our Eastern Eagles team, which we're going to be the sort of the East, the Bradford side of it, um, North Island Fields, Edge Top, teams like that. We put, we put Copley with them. Copley and North Island Fields are really sort of strong rivals at that age group. They've, they've probably got some of the better players. But actually, they've played together and knitted together really well. Ah, so it shows that you know that, that rivalry, which can be quite you know intense, not necessarily also by parents and managers as much yeah. as the kids. Um, I'll get that. In. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate mine. Um, but but obviously, it's put, it, it, for that point of view, it's pulled the kids together. So yeah. we've just seen different different, and we've got um, because we've opened it up. Uh, outside of our league slightly as well to incorporate some of the um, the Huddersfield teams like Barkis, okay. Land and Elland purely and simply because they play some of junior cricket with us so we thought you know why why just we'll try and expand it to the you know the extremes of our area that we've got to sure. try and bring them along and, and obviously try and help them as well and, and that's helped because we've obviously got some new players now that people have seen that we don't normally get to see at, at that sort of level because they've got Elland have got some 9s and 11s in our group but not sort of 17s because they're obviously uh, playing okay. Huddersfield so some players that we've identified that are actually playing junior cricket um, that they're just playing senior cricket um, and then that person's then joined another junior club so they're getting more cricket then um, okay no that makes sense um, what's the reaction been as the tournament started and got into stride obviously we're at the final now but in terms of the reaction to uh, the tournament and this style of cricket yeah it's been fantastic so the the first game we were at Bradshaw um, and we really pushed it on social media Zwingo being fantastic um, Frank Punch and their um, media guy has really helped us he's done loads of um, creative media kind of stuff on Facebook yeah I mean just media. to jump in the graphics look excellent yeah that's, Absolutely. I mean that's one of the key things that's helped us I can't speak highly enough for Frank who's, uh, Frank Punch who does, all the, uh, who does a lot of the graphics and stuff for Zwingo Beyond Balance um, without him we w- I don't think we'd have had the impact we've had no. now and it, and it shows that level it of professionalism does make, yeah. it makes, it a, massive does, makes a massive difference so like the first game at Bradshaw we probably had 150-200 people watching um, yeah. Yeah. it was packed and it, it just that's off on amazing. A great yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really helps. It really helps in terms of a club like Bradshaw, where they've got quite a local support anyway for around the, in that area. You've got people who come down and use their club as a bar anyway when it's open, okay. just yeah. to watch the cricket and be to socialise. Yeah. So that there's an element of that. But we got really good support. We've at, had at good following. All, all the four games that we've played. I mean, the last two games that we should have played, obviously we we got we got Felt banged the by weather. the weather. Yeah. Crazy, and that we've we've had no rain, and it's just rained on the last two or three, oh, last two couple of Fridays when we had games um, up at Elland and um, and down at South Island. But we can't, you know, that's always going to be the risk that we have to face. But the support's been fantastic. And the key thing for me is the lads who are playing in it now are all saying, yeah, because we're obviously, some of, most of the lads who are playing in it now are sort of around 17. We don't really have, sort of, there's only a few 18 and 19 year olds. Okay. So they've got some more years. So they're starting to identify with the branding. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have, there is a, the Cricket Asylum are running um, a number 13, 100 ball. Bash. I've seen that, yeah. yeah. And so, they're what? using our branding as like a feeder scheme. Yeah. Um, okay. So the kids at 13 can then say, I want to be a wolf, I want to or be an eagle. eagle. 
and then they can develop that when they go through the age groups that's really interesting because you do want continuity you don't want it to be a great idea for a year or two and to to do whatever you want it to do and then stop no absolutely I mean ultimately the bigger bigger picture to all this is how do 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 we look to roll something similar in terms of the colour clothing things to our junior section as we move forward as I say the big problem with that is cost because we're playing white ball cricket at other age groups and at senior level and then we're playing if we, if we end up going down this route it's going to be a case of clubs having to invest to be able to do that so just to jump in again yeah. uh, if anyone's listening to this podcast who's a multi-millionaire absolutely. Uh, owner of a, absolutely. a clothing company yeah. come on yeah. down yeah, and uh, just enjoy uh, yourself and have a look I mean the, the key thing for me with, it, with, with all this is, is new money we're, we're, we're it's difficult for clubs who are perennially going to the same people to, to, to try and support them and, and everybody's in competition for the sporting pound it's the football rugby league rugby union it's really really difficult market to try and attract people to come and support things what I would say is that you know, in terms of in terms of cricket junior cricket has to be the, the forefront of what we're doing across all our regions across all the leagues without it we've nothing else you know, and we, we we're wanting to treat junior cricket as important as senior cricket. The presentation evening we do at the at the venue every year now is a big event. Uh, it's not just a turn up at a club and have a few medals out. It's a proper all singing, all dancing. The venue, the you know, the, the lights, you know, the, the stage. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, sure. on stage for the awards. People, you know, proper, proper speeches. We make speeches. We make it try and make it more proper evening for them. Rather than it just being, oh, well, you've won this, you've won that, here you go, thanks very much. It takes 50 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's two or three hours, you know, proper programmes, you know, a real highlight reel on some of the yeah, photographs and, and things that have been there. Sponsors and Ramblers are really good for that. Well, that achieves lots of things, not yeah. least the fact that um, kids maybe haven't won or are just involved in yeah. some peripheral way think, I want a piece of that, I want to get yeah. involved, I want to do yeah. well, or, yeah. you know, I just yeah. want to buy into the whole thing. Um, okay here's a question in a couple of years time what's the goal not so much for the tournament but for those that might maybe pass through so are you hope, hoping they're going to be retained enthused about cricket and yeah. then play senior cricket yeah. for years to come yeah I mean, I mean that's the, the, the big ticket item for this is obviously we've got we've got kids now who get to 17 and drop off sure. the big issue with under 17 cricket that we found and that I personally believe is that you get to a point where in under 17s where your better players do everything so obviously you better you better bat as bat and then they, some of them might also bowl and you end up with half a dozen kids five maybe five every single week fielding and doing nothing else and that's that it's incumbent on clubs to realise that and recognise that and then say well winning's not everything we've got to give people a go and keep them, in, and keep them going we've yeah. tried to put rules in that way as well to yeah. try and make it as inclusive as possible so by saying that's you have good. to have seven bowlers yeah. um, we try to get a rule through that said if you don't bowl you have to bat in the top six we're working yeah. on that <laughs> well no the the sort of reasoning behind that is very good because whether it's adult or junior cricket, you know, I played league cricket for years and I've been that person who's batted at 11, not got a bowl, fielded and just thought well that was a day and ten pounds yeah. whatever it was yeah. well spent yeah. and, and that happens you get the odd game like that yeah of course you do what you don't want is you can't there's a full season because if you get a kid at 17 who does that and plays a full year and at the end of it they just go do you know what and then they, and then they get asked do you fancy coming helping us out on a Sunday and you go really what to, What 45 I'll, feel, I'll do that for 45 hours rather than 20 well just, yeah just, that, that's why you don't have that continuity from junior cricket to a senior cricket anymore what, what's your thoughts both of you around the jump because I was at a game um, a couple of weeks ago now and then senior cricket on a Saturday it's probably 40-45 overs and there were a couple of lads in the 17-18 and they were 
complaining just about the length of the game. They were kind of wilting in the sunshine. They were just thinking, you know, and the jump from typically T twenty up to forty five or longer sometimes is the key thing for me with that is is around getting younger playing younger players playing senior cricket at a younger age and getting them used to the fact that this is the duration of the thing. We've at, at Queensbury, which is our club now, we've got a couple of kids on loan. I've got a lad on loan for me who plays for Yorkshire Development Side called Joe Pyra. Okay. He's twelve and he opens the batting in my second team with me yeah. at 12 and he's doing really well he's in a couple of 30s so the key thing is is letting, getting lads experience of this of, of the longer format whether it be 45 overs or we have a Sunday league that's 40 is getting them doing that earlier and as early as possible so it becomes a you know so 20 overs becomes easy because okay. we know what it's like to feel 45 sure. but there is, a, there is a consensus and I think it's starting to gain traction that says that you know second team cricket or Sunday team cricket needs to be starting to move towards a shorter format yeah. it, it's a risk because the, the shorter the game the less opportunities you're going to have to do things yeah. so it's a balancing act between what's the what's the what's the intent of keeping people involved and also what's the you know to try and, and, and to keep the game going and, and also for your better players what is it at what level do you want to play at and to turn it back to today um, for anyone who won't see and is relying on this podcast uh, there's a camera over there so Kirsten tell us a bit about I, you mentioned flamethrowers yeah we've got um, like at Headingley and uh, Lancashire um, yeah. the flamethrowers okay so we've got them to walk out to so all the players the umpires uh, they get smoke machines either side that go up and they walk out coloured colored smoke uh, and then flame as well so and also music which Excellent. is the main part we've of it. We've obviously played for fight. We've got fireworks and, and stuff for the for the final. For the yeah. end. Which we've had at every of every game. Of our stones where yeah. there were loads of animals and stuff around the back. It was top of the hillside with loads of livestock. So we thought that was probably the best. Don't want to freak them out. Yeah. 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 That's great. We got a complaint of Bradshaw from somebody had a horse, but I mean, you know, we can't, we can't, <laughs> I can't please you. Won't have horses at every T twenty. If there's any horses here, they're swimming in the river at Sadler Sober Bridge, so we, we should be okay down here. In, quite away from in terms of the camera as well, um, we're looking at probably make it onto DVDs. Okay. Um, so all those players that have played in it, if they've had a fantastic game, if someone gets five for, yeah. they'll have it on on footage and they can. That's great. And, and ultimately, we can put, we're going to pass. Obviously, when we're finished, it will send the SD card over to Frank for Zwingo, yeah. and they can use it in any of sort of their material for sponsoring us and, and being and obviously using. Well, it helps everyone. Absolutely. In fact, and, and, and the stuff that obviously we've said about that Frank does in terms of that that media element, they'll, they'll, they'll be able to put something together that's way beyond any of the capability that you've got at a local level. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the, that is one of the key things for me. Is is the difference? The, the difference is it, it's the extra thing that makes it better. It yeah. just makes it, it more makes professional it and makes yeah. it a bit more special. I guess what you want is other parts of Yorkshire maybe other leagues and yeah all over sort of look at what you're doing going that's a fantastic blueprint uh, we've got the same sort of problem which I know for a fact all sorts of uh, yeah. counties have yeah. it's not just this part of Yorkshire uh, and they're coming to you and say right how'd you do it and uh, well I mean we'll speak it watch the coach that you had at, at, before at Scarborough Cal Parkin Cal Parkin the league side um, went and played the Halifax league side went and played over at um, a rep game over at Scarborough Cricket Ground yeah. about six weeks ago on Sunday um, and obviously Carl's, Carl's from over here but he's, he's running some of the stuff over there now and has seen some of this thing and we talked about that and, he, and he's looking to do some sort of T20 game possibly before the league side next year yeah. maybe under 13s or 14s over in um, at Scarborough it's on the Scarborough Cricket Ground so we'll take a team over and, and maybe do a white ball game over there before the actual league side play that's really exciting the thing is we, we, we decided when we took this on that we, we've two choices we either 
we either make, try and make a difference or we manage decline yeah. because that's all it is we either do something that's innovative and we try and throw everything that we've got at it and, and by, by having money in the bank sat there doing nothing I'm, if, if the money's sat there it'll be sat there at the end and then it'll just I'll be giving it away anyway yeah. so I might as well spend it and try and drive you know some further investment and make some make a difference and make people sit up and take notice or we might as well just shut the, you know lock the doors down the keys in yeah but, but this is the I mean everywhere I look every league I speak to everybody I talk to everybody's in the same we're all in the same boat yeah. um, and the, the other thing is we've got to start pulling together as we can't afford to be that provincial anymore to say well, I'm, the, I'm, I'm this league I don't, I, don't, I don't need anybody's support because we're not in that those well, days are over they are and also again in my experience of writing on different clubs and leagues you know you go through lean times you go through strong times and you know you might be great one year but suddenly you're struggling so you know it's not enough to kind of live in a little bubble and think I'll look after myself because it yeah, it'll come round to bite you at some point. Absolutely, and and, and, and everything around. I mean, the, we said this about what we're trying to do here. But the next conversation for me is probably somewhere it's going towards sort of Huddersfield League because that's probably the nearest nearest league to us because we've got some joint joint sides. Sure. To say this is this is what we've done. Have you got any money? Do you fancy trying to do something very similar and looking at your own area? And if you get a winner and we get a winner, then there's another game. And there's a grant then we can do the same you can sort your hand out we can tell you what we've done here and then we can have another grand final yeah. whether it's home and away or whatever else the, the only problem we've got with all of this is again is time as well because the fixture calendars are so packed for senior cricket especially when we've got a Sunday league Saturdays and Sundays and Cups and junior training at most clubs takes place on a Friday night all stars as I say is a, is a fantastic product and has taken off down here so, but a lot of that is Friday night all stars yeah. uh, Sunday morning for summer Friday night so we're just short nights to be able to do something like this and, and on the basis that as well for us the, this has been a lot of Friday afternoons setting up yeah. Yeah. you know we've been here today since nine well, o'clock well on, uh, picking the stuff up at nine o'clock coming back here we've been here about twelve somewhere about twelve o'clock onwards Jeez, just in terms okay. of getting things set up in terms of sight screens streaming as you have just come back in um, you know, <laughs> getting everything set up with the music and all the stuff and I mean we've just bought as well we've just spent as a league we've spent 1300 quid on an all star suit the costume the costume you know the twinkle all star twinkle twinkle's here I'm already extremely excited about that but we know for a fact there's only one in Yorkshire that Yorkshire have got and there's how many clubs doing all stars in Yorkshire so the thing well we've got loads of clubs who want to do things like that but then say can we borrow the suit and it's booked out because there's one suit so we thought you know and just one last question around the I suppose the franchises is there buy-in how quickly do you think it takes to get that, build that loyalty because you saw it in the IPL obviously it's very established now but the first year or two I was thinking is it going to be as successful as people hope and think and it obviously was but a very hyper-local level you know I was just walking up the stairs and there was a couple of kids sort of, I think they had caps on you know and you know I was just thinking you know this this is incredible this could actually I obviously haven't seen the previous games yeah, yeah. but it, is it already starting to work I mean from, from our perspective there's two things with it one, one it's been a real struggle getting the, getting the franchise owners to buy it that was I mean we've got the Northern Knights guy who's downstairs Mo Yusuf who bought one straight away and said I want one is that a, how it works I, well he said, I, he said I'll find a sponsor can I have a franchise okay. and I went yeah this is how much it is and he went that's fine I'll sort you in so that was fine the other three have been a real pull and a real struggle even though they've been advertising we've been asking whether that's because it's the amount of money or people don't know about it or we're not getting out there so in, in essence we've had to bite the bullet on a couple yeah. we've just okay. said look we'll, we'll put, we've put the Cricket Asylum Foundation yeah. which is the charity that the Cricket Asylum run um, to try and raise money to get disadvantaged, the disadvantaged kids younger uh, yes. yeah, yeah, so I we know. said look what we'll 
do is we'll put your name over it and then every every game we'll do a raffle in your honour and if we so effectively when it costs neutral you'll get the publicity the names on the shirt and we'll get the money back so that covers your off anything that we get over that initial amount we'll of the franchise them, so, we'll so it, won't uh, okay. be, it won't be a lot of money we might make another 50 quid on top of what it costs for the franchise but either way they've got the branding they've got their name all over the shirt yeah. um, and for us it, it, that means we've got the ability to make another to get another sponsor um, but the other two were a bit of a struggle weren't they I mean we've, 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 um, we've probably we got three sponsors. We've had three sponsors, and, and Zwingo obviously sponsored the competition. So we're a sponsor short, but because Zwingo Beyond Balance is linked with Quinton de Cox Spintex, yeah. Spintex stuff, we decided to put Spintex on the other on the other shirt for okay. the other franchise. Um, so we're five hundred quid short there in terms of the actual sponsorship. But this is an investment now this year for me, and that's what we said. And, no and what also, it yeah, year, it is what it is. I was just going to say at the end of the day as well if you make such an impression the first year I think it will build you can always build on next yeah. well that's the, that's the intent I mean, it was just a case look whatever it costs us this year we're just going to we'll bite the bullet and see what it is and then you know I'll just, my treasure will be crying in his cornflakes there you go does he eat cornflakes? no I was going to well it's probably tears <laughs> no more <laughs> just tears um, well good so. luck with Halifax's version of the IPL thank you. thank you I hope to see lots of superstars and it's, it's a fantastic thing and for me why I'm here today and why I sort of saw on social media was it's something different you're trying yeah. something that okay the concept's not entirely new but who else is doing this sort of yeah. stuff in local cricket so um, I think it's going to rock fingers Thank crossed you. thanks for your time well thanks for listening and if you like the podcast there's plenty more to read and listen to over on cricketyorkshire.com if you're new and you've not heard about the website before if you don't already, you can follow at Cricket Yorks on Twitter. I do loads on there. And equally, if you prefer Facebook, if you like the Cricket Yorkshire Facebook page, you'll get all the updates. There's also plenty more episodes to listen to on the podcast. I think we're up to about 35 or so. So if you're new to the podcast, go back and have a listen to our old episodes. There's plenty of professional cricketers, amateur cricketers, officials, uh, all sorts there. So uh, there's lots to listen to. Well, I think it's going to be really interesting seeing what Halifax Junior Cricket League do in the future in terms of under-19s cricket and junior cricket more generally to sort of address the drop in participation that many clubs and leagues around the county and actually the country are having to face up to. It's really interesting to see also how the business community, uh, governing bodies, all that side of it come together to see if they can chip in too because one aspect that I came across loud and clear from the interview was that there is a, a big cost to the cricket league for doing this and obviously it's going to be a great help if there are businesses out there that want to buy into local cricket and support it in this way and hopefully keep people playing cricket for much longer. So really interesting stuff. Uh, I look forward as well to see if other parts of Yorkshire embrace this in the future, maybe in 2019, or if it's just going to be something local to Halifax. All right, well, thanks a lot for your company. It's been really good. Uh, I appreciate your time in terms of listening to the podcast, wherever you are and whatever you're up to. I hope you tune in next time. There's going to be a lot more podcasts in the coming months. Cricket season in Yorkshire goes till probably early to mid-October, so plenty more still to listen to in the coming weeks. We've got the Scarborough Cricket Festival, where I'm going to be um, researching my cricket book. Um, so that's going to be good fun. And I've got lots of interviews lined up and other bits and pieces from the club world, but also professional cricket cricket too so do stay tuned